Welcome to The Greenhouse Podcast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you real, honest insights from people who are building businesses just like you. I'm Jackie, and every week I'm going to be sharing the best bits from our greenhouse speakers, as well as talking to people just like you. Small business owners, freelancers, side hustlers, entrepreneurs, founders of startups who will all be sharing their ideas to help your businesses bloom. I'm really excited that in this episode, we're going to be hearing from Greenhouse 2021 speaker, Andy Delaney. Andy is a tech consultant who, after working for many years in a corporate environment, branched out to create his own e-commerce startup. So let's hear from Andy. Technology is the enabler to save time and money. So it's a, it's a fine balance. How much technology do you put in to make sure you get the benefit out of saving time and money? Sometimes you can put too much effort into your technology and actually it becomes counterproductive to time and money because we've only got so much time. So when we're introducing new technology in any, in any aspect of our lives, just think about really why are we doing this? Is it just because there's some buzzwords and we should be using this, that or the other? Or is it actually you can see a real tangible benefit by adding that technology into your organization? Right, so let's just touch on some of the technology aspects as, uh, that we've used. We kind of broke it down, it down into kind of four sections, right? So um, we've got activity management and comms, uh, e-commerce and integrations. We've got social media and creativity and accounting and finances. Those are the kind of four sections that we kind of pocket our technology. Now, there's a lot of technology out there, and there's, you could use this instead of that. I'll just cover off kind of what we did because it should be relatively relatable for people in, in similar types of environments. Um, but again, everything we do has to be underpinned by that. Is by doing this going to save us time or money, right? Um, so activity management and comms. Obviously, the last 18 months uh, has forced certain behaviors and adoption of software that maybe we wouldn't have used beforehand. So everybody's relatively familiar with using things like Zoom. Right? So there's been the odd Zoom call over the last 18 months, or Teams. Um, but video conferencing has obviously come into the mainstream. But again, for us, as a new business, trying to work with suppliers, that kind of technology has been crucial for us to be able to at least have that interaction face-to-face -face with people without physically being there. The Office 365 suite, clearly that's a standard. Everybody uses it. But actually, don't underestimate the power of that from a collaboration perspective. Um, you know, even you know, just using the Excel and the Word and, and you know, uh, we take these things for granted, but the technology that goes into those, that sits there, that enables us to do what we do, um, is, is vital to, to kind of our everyday activities. Um, then we use Trello. So anybody heard of Trello? Anybody use Trello? Right, so it's, it's great, okay? Um, it allows you to uh, bring activities together, group them together, put, uh, you know, time scales on them, uh, allocate them to people. So we use that just to really kind of keep an eye on what we're doing, what we need to do, and then we can move that around. And because it's a collaborative tool, you know, anybody else we've got working with us can see what's, what needs to be done or what's next to do. Uh, and then we use Sync, uh, which is equivalent of something like Dropbox, um, which is a, a file synchronization tool to allow, you know, centralized management of files that can then be accessed by anybody anywhere. So really from that activity management and comms side, that's the kind of portfolio of products that we use just to keep that side of it afloat. 
Um, most of those are relatively low in a subscription model. Um, Trello is free, uh, Sync is free up to a certain amount, Zoom obviously is free, depending on how long you want to have your call for, and Office 365 is a relatively low cost um, solution for what you get. Okay, so then moving on to our actual kind of e-commerce side and integrations. Um, so at the beginning, you kind of sit there and go, okay, we've got, uh, we want to build a website. We want to talk to this system. We want to talk to that system. Okay, well, where do we start? So um, we chose uh, uh, an open source route called WordPress, uh, which is a content management system. Uh, and that really is allow, it's a platform that allows you to then build websites on top of um, and use that to be able to manage everything from there. Um, it's, it's widely used. Uh, very stable, very secure. Um, and then for us, we, know, we knew we had to put an e-commerce platform on top of that. So that's our kind of, that's our shop that sits on top of that. Um, and that's where we use WooCommerce. So WooCommerce is that e-commerce platform. Um, and it allows you to, through various themes, to be able to choose what style shop you want. You can then configure it to make it look or feel how you want it. So, you know, early on, uh, we chose a particular theme and a style, and when actually we kind of wanted it to look like this, I gave some input into how I felt I wanted the users to interact with it. So, again, going back to what we were saying yesterday, it wasn't a flat website with a, we do this, we do that, kind of come see how great we are. Um, it was actually about what mood are you in? What would you like? Right? So when you, when you go to the website, the first thing you see is what mood, what mood are you in? What kind of drink do you want? Do you want a beer or a lager or a cider or a sparkling wine or a healthy drink? Yeah? And then so from there, you can navigate really quickly to what you want to find. Um, that's all hosted on Azure. So you know, Microsoft backend allows you know, the security taken care of, the patching's taken care of. You know, gone are the days that we'd have a computer room full of kit and you'd have to go and do your own patching, you'd have to go and do your own um, updates and things like that. That's all taken care of in Azure and you just pay a fee that covers that off um, on a monthly basis. And then we use Pless, which is our management tool for the website side of it. So that kind of talks to, to WooCommerce and allows us just to uh, manage our web sites in a more proactive way. So <clears throat> we enhance our website with plugins. So all the features and functions that you kind of want to, the bells and whistles that you want to put onto your site, you do through plugins. And so whether that's kind of implementing a filter system, whether it's implementing, um, uh, you know, product management, whether it's looking at um, certain effects you want to do, you throw those in as plugins into your back end and then you can tweak them from there. So we've got over 100 plugins that are active on our site doing various things. So when you look at your, your website from the front end, you go, oh, well, you know, we've got, a, we've got a filter system down the side. So say, for example, someone goes, actually, you know, I'm just, I, I, I love ginger drinks, right? So you can go to the filter system, go down the list, choose ginger, and it'll filter everything out out of the, the, the whole site just to show you ginger drinks. Do you think that's a relatively straightforward thing to do? But again, that all needs technology in the back end to allow the filters to configure all the terms, and that's done through plugins. And then one of the areas that we, we kind of tapped into very early on was that the time-consuming bit for us is not going to be the self-serving website. We've kind of invested our time front end to get all that working. The back end, when we go and deliver things, I can't do anything about, I've got to get in a car, put something in the back, drive from St. Wands across to Goree. It's going to take me 25 minutes to get there and 25 minutes to get there. I can't do a lot about that. Maybe I can be cute by using a delivery service or, you know, batching orders. But in principle, that drive time is that drive time. 
The challenge comes is when I get to the other end and go, where does Mary live, right? She's given me an address on a road that's five miles long, and she's given me her house name. No directions. <laughs> so we realize that, uh, and then the reason for that is because even though you put on the website, give us some delivery instructions, give us a safe place, type some information in there for us. When people make orders, they ex they, they're so used to the post service just turning up and delivering stuff that actually they expect everyone to know where their addresses are. Um, and the post office doesn't give us a GPS API to be able to go, you know, Labratrate is in this position. So what we can use, we went to market looking for solutions, so we went and we found what three words. So has anybody heard of what three words? Does anybody use what three words in their business? Do you find it's helped? <laughs> Tremendously, right? Um, and so what three words, what three words is, is a, um, they've, they've split the world into, I think it's nine trillion three by three meter square um, spaces. And so you can pinpoint, I mean, actually this, so this space here, that pretty much is probably about three meters by three meters. They can pinpoint that exact spot with a, th a variation of three words, yeah? So if I wanted to phone up food.je and go, oh, I want a pizza, please, and I want to deliver it there, I can put that address in and the driver on his map will know exactly where that is and come and deliver it to that point. That's amazing. So the more people we can get to adopt what three words means that when we go to do deliveries, actually when we get to Gory, we go, it's there. Love it. Uh, so what three words is free to use. Download the app. Go and find your house. And you'll see probably around your property you've got 50 what three words addresses. Just find one that's appropriate to your house, whether it's your front door. It doesn't need to be. Just anywhere in the location. Then when you now go to do online deliveries, uh, sorry, online orders, just look to see if they've got a what three words address and pop it in for them. It will help tremendously. Okay, so social media and creativity side of things. Pretty standard. Um, from our side, we, from day one, we adopted Facebook as, a, as our kind of go-to-market marketing tool, right? So um, we're a startup. We don't have lots of money. Uh, we haven't got investors. This is a self-funded um, project we realized we had to try and get some traction relatively quickly. So we, we set up the Facebook group. Um, within a few months, we had had uh, 200 people join that group. Um, and then we morphed away from there and actually then set up our business page and stuff. So, you know, that's slowly. We've only literally been live for six weeks for the 30th of September, 1st of October, six weeks or so. Um, so that community is now growing. We're up to uh, about 400 people. Uh, who like our page, so if everybody would love to like our page, it would be much appreciated, thank you. Um, so we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram as well, um, and then we're also on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is obviously a bit of a different target market, um, so our messaging on there is slightly different. Um, from the social media and creativity, the one tool which I, has just been the, the biggest godsend ever is Canva. So does anybody use Canva? Okay, it is, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Canva is just brilliant. Uh, it is so easy to use. Uh, it is effectively a, a, I don't know, how would you describe it, a graphic management tool, you know, creative content tool. Um, it allows you to very quickly put together content um, that you can then put onto your social media platforms. Um, 
I, I went to an event a couple of years ago. <clears throat> there was a speaker talking about Canva, and there was a whole ecosystem with Canva, you know? Uh, and up to that point, I hadn't heard it. But since, since that point, I've used it, and I, every day I will be in there doing something on Canva because it is just, otherwise beforehand you'd have to go to a graphic designer. Can I have a thing that looks like this? And can I have a kind of, a, you know, just be like, whereas in Canva you can go in five minutes, you can literally bing, 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 done. You don't need to have experience like you do if you're, if you're doing Illustrator or Adobe products. Canva's just brilliant. So absolutely recommend that. Um, okay, and then moving on to the accounting and finances side. Uh, relatively straightforward, albeit that nothing is ever straightforward to implement, but from day one we chose uh, QuickBooks was going to be our tool for our accounting side. Um, yeah, it's one of those journeys. We kind of, you go down a route, you realize that might not be the right route, we go down, the, it's the, the joys of having, you know, with Greg yesterday, you know, if you've got an accountant that you can work with that can really kind of talk these things through with you, that's really useful. And then couple that with technology and make sure you actually kind of work out what you're trying to do. Uh, we got there in the end, um, but now it's, it's all kind of good. Um, even so, things like Excel, you know, and I, I know I advocate in my day job, you know, hey, move away from Excel, go and do, go and do kind of, you know, this stuff over here. But actually, the reality is we use Excel every day, right? So it is just one of those tools that's so versatile. And it doesn't matter whether you're experienced, you know, beginner or experienced, whether you're just using it for a standard spreadsheet or if you're using it for pivot tables or macros, you know, it is just one of those universal tools that is just really useful. So, you know, we couple that and use that for elements of cash flow and things like that. Um, and then we go to our payment um, merchants. So, so we're using Stripe and PayPal. Um, and then we also use SumUp, obviously. You know, most people use SumUp machines now. Nice, easy, versatile mobile um, payment mechanism. But again, all of those need integrations back to your website. All of them need to be able to configure back. So um, each one of these things takes time. And where I guess we, I, I can see challenges for small businesses. Um, I was fortunate, right? Because, um, you know, my colleague here, Nathan, Without his input on any of these technologies, we'd have been stuffed, right? So as a right-hand man in our business, he was key to getting all of these things done because he'd done it before. And when I said, right, I want to get this done, he was like, there you go. Or I'm thinking of doing this, but another plugin, there we go. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, I, I can't thank him enough for all the input he's done because having what we've got today, um, I, I, I wouldn't have known where to go to get that information. So that, one of the things that I look at small businesses and you know, things I've spoken to Jackie about is actually the challenge for small businesses is when they have these types of questions, where do they go to ask to get the questions answered? Jersey business don't have that. They'll know about bits and pieces. Digital Jersey, again, you know, uh, they'll have bits and pieces, but it, it's almost like a small business clinic technology clinic would be brilliant for the small business to go, I'm having, how do I get this thing working? Oh, okay, we can get that done for you. Um, you know, so that's something that, you know, maybe, maybe we could kind of talk to Jackie about done, doing some kind of small business tech clinic to help people actually just get answers to questions that, you know, they just don't know who to go to talk to. Technology is an enabler for saving time and money. So all of the things that we've shown you there are around actually how can we drive time saving and efficiencies and, and bottom line money really. So um, don't overuse technology, use it for what you need to use it for. Um, don't chase the buzzwords, yeah? 
use the appropriate tools for the job in hand. That's, yeah, you know, do I, do I use this or that? We'll use the one that A kind of just is, is the right tool for the job. Um, and then, you know, the reality is if it is cost effective, outsource it. I love that Andy really broke down exactly what technology he uses in his business. But before we talk a little bit more about that, I want to speak to you about Real Creative. I'm so excited that Real Creative are sponsoring the Greenhouse podcast because they're here to help brands stand out with scroll stopping content. We're recording the Greenhouse podcast here in the Real Creative studio, and they're also going to be supporting us with all of our audio and video content for Greenhouse 2022. So if you need video first scroll stopping content, please go and check them out at keepitreal.co.uk. So in that video, Andy gave some really, really great tips about what to focus on. And he specifically spoke about how tech can save you time and money. So I'm not going to go into all of the stuff that Andy spoke about, but I thought it might be useful if I shared some of the platforms that we use that I found really, really useful, both while building Greenhouse and also the marketing agency I run, Inkblot Creative. So the first one for me would be Zero. Zero is a money management platform. It allows you to connect your business banking accounts to invoice people, to send quotes, to follow up if invoices aren't being paid on time, to reconcile all of your bank accounts. And the best bit is that I can kind of hand over all of that to my accountant and all the information for the whole year is there when they come to doing tax returns and things like that. My kind of natural state would be to have a folder with lots of like receipts and bits of stuff stuffed into it. I am literally an accountant's worst nightmare. So having a system that's really intuitive and easy to use makes it so much easier for my accountant. And it also kind of gives me a bit of accountability that I've got to do those things every week. The other platform that we use all the time is Canva. Now, I love Canva. I think it is an amazing tool. I think that many of us don't make the most of it. You know, we jump into Canva and we try and create something from scratch. What many people don't use is that there are hundreds and hundreds of designers who have created templates for almost anything you could ever want to create in there. So I'd suggest that for your brand, go and have a little look at those templates and find a designer that kind of aligns to your style and then start using their templates to give your um, the content you're creating a more cohesive feel. You can change all the colors, you can change all of the fonts, but if you're not a designer by trade, this is gonna really help you level up your content. The other thing to just be aware of with Canva is that it's such an easy thing to just spend hours on. You get stuck going down this rabbit hole of trying to make it perfect. What if I move that image slightly to the left? What if I make that font slightly bigger? But that's not what great content is all about. Nobody's looking at your Instagram feed or your TikTok videos or your YouTube or your LinkedIn worrying about where your font placement is. They're trying to understand what you do and they're trying to understand if your content adds value for them. So really focusing on that. And if you find yourself going down a little Canva rabbit hole, then check yourself. All right, go and do something else. It's a really good distraction technique, but that's not always the best thing for your business. And then the final platform that we always use and I've used for a couple of years now is a platform called Airtable. Now I love Airtable because you can create almost like interactive spreadsheets. We use it for planning. We use it for budgeting. We use it for sharing content with clients. It's got so many different features in it. It's fully customizable. And you can also give different people in your team or different clients you might work with access to different bits of it. And I love that it's all in one place. So I definitely suggest that you give Airtable a look. So 
Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll be back next week with another free episode wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube if you prefer to watch on video. And if you'd love to get involved in the Greenhouse community, then we'd really love to have you. Head to Greenhouse Jersey on Instagram and get involved. And before I go, just a little reminder that if you enjoy the podcast, I would really love for you to leave us a review and a five-star one always goes a long way. It's a great way for us to get more people finding the podcast. Um, So I'd be really, really grateful if you could do that for us too. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.